1: I just want to let you know, I'm proud of you, bro. You're doing two radio shows a day. Podcast is popping. Comedy shows are lit. I've never seen you do the same joke twice. You working out here, man. You're really working, and I'm proud of you. I just want you to know you're my dude, and I love you. And I don't know what most of you say back to your friends when you get a random message like that out of nowhere on a Tuesday afternoon. But you know what I said? Are you drunk? And he wrote back, (laughs) it's Tuesday afternoon, bro. Why would I be drunk? And I said, that's what I was thinking. And he's like, no, I'm not drunk. I just wanted to take time out of my day to tell my friend how proud I am of what he's accomplished. And then I felt like an asshole. But do you have friends or family in your life that if they were to ever compliment you in this manner, your first thought would be? Are you drunk? That was my genuine first thought. I wasn't trying to be funny. I literally said to myself, oh, he's wasted. He is lit. If it was Friday, Saturday, or Sunday, even if he told me he wasn't drunk, I wouldn't have believed him. But on a Tuesday afternoon, I had to think to myself, there's no way you're drunk.
0: Are you actually proud of me? And That's sad. <laughs> is it just me? Do we all have friends?
1: Who you know they love you, but they don't necessarily go out their way to tell you. So the moment they do, you are like, he's finished. Maybe it's just me. I've had a lot of friendships like that. In fact, I was in a whole relationship built off of this. For years, anytime she ever looked at me and said, I love you, I knew she was drunk. <laughs> I just did. Didn't happen when she was sober.
0: But when she was drunk, I was her guy. I was the only one in the world for her. But when she was sober, it's
1: a toss-up. Do we all have friends like this, or is it just me? Am I the only person who feels this way about the people in his life? Am I the asshole, or are my friends and family the assholes? Because they don't
0: compliment me enough to where when they finally do... I don't think it's because they're drunk. I don't know whose fault that is, but what I do know
1: is it ain't mine. Welcome to in the moment. Uh, yeah.
2: I said you never felt the.
1: There's a moment in everything, and everything is a moment I talk about the comedy in it all This is your first time, welcome to the funniest podcast you have never heard I'm your new favorite comedian, or your money back Shout out to my regular listeners And my new listeners Episode 74
2: I'm buried inside my music Cause all that come with winning is sinning so you don't lose it Drinking to keep me thinking, smoking because I'm broken As always, be in the building, give it up for
1: yourself You can be anywhere in the world, but you're here with me, and I appreciate that. And I don't know why I'm talking spicy, because I can guarantee you that I'm the guy that if I ever text you on a Tuesday afternoon and give you all of the sauce of how much I love and appreciate you, I'm definitely drunk. (laughs) I am smacked. But I'm also probably on vacation, so don't judge me. It's just how I live my life. Speaking of how I live my life, you know how I I don't normally live my life? Naked. Especially in public. Right to the shits this week. The Burt Show has done it again. (laughs) Put me in an awkward position. Put me in a place where I've never been, reached a new level of uncomfort. Talked about it all week on the Bird Show. If you missed it, I lost a college football bet and I had to go to a nudist community. I don't want to say colony. I've heard you shouldn't say that. But I had to go to a nude resort. And I did it. And I gave you all the details on the Bird Show and I plan to give a lot more details this Friday at City Winery. That won't matter to you if you're listening because, well, that day will have passed by the time you've heard this. However, That's the way it's going down. Now, I don't normally walk around in public with my schlong out. But when I do, (laughs) I do it because of the bird show. And, well, it was an experience. One, I'm not going to relive more times than I have to. But I did it. You have to be a man of your word in this world. That's important. That's one thing my dad has always taught me. You can't walk around just giving your word and not standing on what you said or standing on what you believe in. Just didn't realize that I was going to have to abide by those rules when I joined the bird show. My dad didn't put that in there. Wasn't a part of his spill when I was younger. But here we are. And I gave my word that if I lost the bet, well, I would do what I had to do. And that's exactly what I did. And I, you know, was all right. I'd never do it again. And that's the point that I would like to emphasize on my podcast. Because apparently a lot of you enjoyed the story. Bird said it's the funniest story I've ever told on The Bird Show. Maybe it is. I don't know. What I do know is a part of that story was me explaining to y'all that while I'm glad that I accomplished something that I was afraid of doing, or at least uncomfortable doing, I will never do it again. And it seems so many of you have missed that small part about how I will never Do it again. Because y'all keep sending me naked pictures. Will you stop? I never thought in my life I would have to say this. But here it is. Ladies, stop sending me nudes. (laughs) Please. I respect it. I'm not mad at it. But I don't want to do it again. Now, leading up to this bet, Because I was supposed to do this before the pandemic hit. And obviously it got pushed back. It got postponed like a lot of other things did. So did my schlong being out. And if you're wondering why I keep saying schlong, it's because I don't want to say dick that much. Let's go with schlong. But it was out. I didn't want it to be. And so I tried to wait. It's a whole pandemic going on. And you would think that people would be distracted by, you know, a pandemic. Little thing called Corona, you would think. But there were some of you who were so focused, you were not going to let a pandemic stop you from reminding me that I had a bet that I lost and I needed to fulfill my promise. Y'all were in my DMs, Mo. Hey, don't think we forgot. When are you going to go get naked? And at first, I was like, All right, I want to have a little bit of fun with this. I ain't got nothing else to do. That's cool. Jump in my DMs and remind me of how I'm supposed to go get naked. But what I didn't understand about it, beyond the fact that I felt like there were other things going on in the world that were way more important than my schlong being out. Like, I don't know, racism, pandemics. But here, some of you are. Jumping in my DMs for a good time to remind me that I needed to go to a nude resort. okay, fine. Fine. It was weird. Not gonna lie to you. You know how many times I've had to listen to women say, I can't stand when men send me nudes. I can't stand when men objectify us by our bodies. And then guess what all these women were in my DMs doing? Talking about my body. And if we're talking bodies, you've got a perfect one, so put it on me. And I was confused because I thought it was my body, my choice. I guess not when you lose a bet. It's not my body anymore. Now it's everyone's body. All right. So we're flooding my DMs, constantly asking me, Mo, when does he arrive? Who? The schlong. And in my mind, I'm like, I don't understand why some of y'all are so excited about this. I don't get it. It's not like you're going to see it. You're not going to be there. And I'm certainly not going to send you a picture. What are you thinking? OnlyFans is coming? Think again. It's going to be a one and done. And you will not know, other than what I tell you, what actually went down or see anything that happened. So why are you so excited? There are not going to be any naked pictures of me in your mailbox. Or in your phone. But they were excited, nonetheless, to see a man suffer through something that they knew he didn't want to do. Which is sick. <laughs> but fine. I let them have their way. I let them have fun with my body. And I did it. Right, I didn't want to wait any longer. I got tired of people in my DMs. Mo, when are you going to do it? Mo, when are you going to do it? It got so disgusting that people were in Bert's DMs. Hey, Bert. Next time you're next to Mo, ask him about his schlong, why don't you? I want to know when Mo's going to pull it out. And I'm like, yo, man, this is starting to get uncomfortable. I've never had so many people poking at me like this. I don't like it. I'm uncomfortable, right? So I said, you know what, I'm going to do it. Tried to do it in St. Lucia since I was on vacation anyway. I'd do it somewhere where no one would know who I am. I don't want this to be a cheers moment. I don't want to go where everyone knows my name. Little did I know, I got to St. Lucia, a lot of people knew who I was. I was really shocked by that. There was a whole lot of mo on the resort. Whoa. Well, how are you? Which was cool. I'm like, wow, I got some range. Reaching people everywhere. This is great. But at the same time, I'm glad I didn't end up doing it in St. Lucia because a lot of people knew who I was. And the reason I didn't do it in St. Lucia because it's illegal to be nude in public. Who knew? Such a beautiful place, but they don't want you to be nude. Okay. So, I end up coming back from St. Lucia, and I had a weekend before we went back to the show, and they were like, Mo, don't don't rush it, man. You could just do it at another time. They'll be fine. Just tell them, you you know, you didn't realize you couldn't do it in St. Lucia. And I said, no. I'm over this. This will be the last time somebody jumps into my DMs, pressuring me to pull my dick out. That'll be it. I'm done. Not doing this anymore. I'm better than this. I've done a lot in life. I've accomplished a lot in life. I don't deserve this. So, I'm going to do it. Nothing will stop me. I'm all the way up. And so I did it. Got it done. You know what happened? As far as my DMs go, nothing happened. Nothing changed. There are still people in my DMs. The only difference is now they're sending me their schlongs. Yo, it's mad people in the DMs like, Mo, this is where I go. Come join this community. Apparently there's black communities too. Hey, you can come kick it with us, Mo. we do this. Come join us. We'd love to have you. But I wouldn't love to be there. And it's no disrespect. I admire everyone, I'm serious, who can do this. I am not joking. If you can willingly go to a nude resort, be nude and free and live your best life, I admire you. You are lit. That is the one thing in life. I've always searched for it. There got to be something out here that I just won't do, that I just will absolutely be that uncomfortable to where I won't do it. Because everything else, I feel like I'll do it. I'll do it at least once. And I'll swag it out. I couldn't swag out being naked. I tried it, let me tell you. Couldn't do it. That's different, man. If
0: you really have that. And they were like, but didn't you feel free? No. No. Quite the opposite. I felt locked up inside of my insecurities of being naked around a bunch of other naked people. One free. Everyone else was free. I was confused. I was terrified. But I did it.
1: And it gave me a newfound respect for others who do it often. It really did. But I don't have any desire to do it again. And while I appreciate you guys who are sending me this information. And I'm happy that you're excited about what I've done. And I'm, I'm grateful for the extension of the in- invitations and all. I'm okay. I'm done. Please keep your nudes to yourself. You know, they're sending, it's whole families sending me nudes.
0: The whole family is naked. Mo, join us for dinner. I can't do that. (laughs) I just can't. I'm done, man.
1: I'm not coming to anyone else's nude resort ever again. I promise you. I did it once. I experienced it. I'm out of there. Please. For the love of God, stop sending me your nudes and inviting me to places where you're going to be naked. So... All I'm saying is while I'm grateful that you guys want me to be naked with you, um, no thank you. Got other things going on, and I won't be able to make it this time. So please stop sending me your nudes. I'd be highly appreciative. Who's next? As I mentioned, got a show coming up, and whole family is going to be there. The outside is lit. It's my first show back from the pandemic. I'm excited. It's a different level of excitement when you haven't performed in a while. And I know that. Because I'm I'm always inactive. I don't know why I have to stop doing that. But I'll always go a few months and don't perform and then boom, jump out there and do a whole special. Like I don't they always say as a comedian, you're supposed to go and do smaller shows and see if your jokes work and I don't think I man, man ain't got no time for that, man. Ain't got no time. I'm special after special. All new jokes every time. They work, they work, they don't, they don't. But they work because they're supposed to. Because funny is funny and that'll never change. However, this will be the first time that I'm ever doing a show about my friend whom I can't call my ex because she's not cool with that. She only allows me to call her my friend, which is, I respect that because I respect her. So I'm doing a show where I was going to talk about my friend a lot until she called me and was like, hey, guess what? The whole family's going to be there. I said, now, when you say whole family, what what, what you mean? Mom, brothers, all right, you can stop there. That's enough. Why is that happening? They want to support you. Eh, But half the show, I'm talking about you. They going to want to support that? No, I didn't think so. Got to switch it up. This is going to be interesting. You ever had to talk about somebody right in front of their mother and their brothers? And you got to live. If you got to talk about somebody in front of their mother and their brothers and you lived, call in the moment right now at 1-800 it don't matter because I know that shit ain't happened. So I don't even need a phone line. So I don't know what I'm going to do. It's going to be interesting and y'all going to hear about it next week. Keep me in your prayers because I got a feeling somebody going to end up mad at me the same way I'm mad at something every week.
2: I'm
1: mad at friends who make you feel like you're not a good friend When you don't want to do some toxic shit for their relationship <laughs> You ever had a friend like this? Yo, I grew up with friends that They always wanted me to be involved In their little toxic ass relationship And when I chose not to be I was the bad friend I don't get that I had a homeboy one time You know, you know I go Yo I told Shorty I was with you yesterday. So if she called and asked, just, you know, just say we were together. Yo. But I got to go. I'm at work. Yo, fam. That's all the information you're going to give me. First of all, I'm the only friend that she actually likes. She don't like nobody else on your friend list. Neither do I. And you want me to be the guy to take this bullet? I don't even have all the details. Why do men act like women ain't going to ask more questions than that? That's a thing. Yeah, how many times one of my boys hit me like, yo, that's all. Yo, just say we were together. Fam, she is going to detective the shit out of me. That is not enough information for me to make sure that we both don't die. That's not enough. Like, she gonna just call me and be like, Mo, where was Ralph last night? He was with me. Just wanted to check. I'll talk to you later. Love you. That's not gonna ever go that way. Where'd you go? Who were you with? How many people were there? What was the name of the spot? Do you remember the name of the waiter? Why on the receipt does it say that there were only this amount of people there if you're saying it was this amount of people with you? Where is this club located? What time did you leave? Why did you leave at 4 if the club closes at 2, Mo? That's the way that normally goes. You didn't give me all of that, Ralph. Now it's my fault when you shouldn't have asked me to do this in the first place. I don't want to ever be a part of your toxic relationship. Don't call me. No lie, a friend called me one time like, yo... I need a favor. I said, does it involve money? Because if so, we can go ahead and just skip this all together. I don't have it. He said, nah, it ain't involve money. It's going to be easy. I said, all right, what you got? He said, yo, my girl's mad at me. She won't talk to me. Say, said, what the hell you want me to do then? Tell her I got shot. What the fuck? Tell her you did what? Tell her I got shot. Why in the hell would I tell her that, man? Because if you tell her that I got shot, she's going to be worried about me. But if I tell her that I got shot, she ain't going to believe me. But she know you. You don't lie. She respects you. So call her and tell her I got shot. You want me to use the fact that your girl respects me and trusts me because I'm an honorable, genuine guy as an advantage to lie to her and tell her you got shot.
0: Yeah, bro, I appreciate you. I never said I was going to do it. Why'd your mind go there? I'm not doing that. Yo,
1: it's not even that serious. Not even your relationship. Exactly. That's exactly my point. So, why am I a part of it? I'm not telling her you got shot. Why not? All right. So, after y'all talk, what's going to happen? I don't know. I'll figure it out. I'm not. What do you, what do you think? The, the, the gunshot wound is going to just heal? You don't get shot and it just heal. It's a miracle. You don't even have a scar. That's some of the best skin I've ever seen in my life, bro. You're not even that guy. You're not even a thug. You go to school. What'd you get shot for? Where were you even? Nah, no, all of that don't matter. You said that you have a girlfriend, correct? Yes. Then that matters, dummy. Women are way better with details than we are. They're playing chess. Your stupid ass is playing checkers. And you want me to be a part of it. I want no parts of this. It's a true story. He got mad at me. Damn, Mo, I thought I could count on you. What the? F- what, I like a calculator? Don't count on me then. I don't care. I'm not telling your girl you got shot just so I can end up being the one who actually gets shot. And in, don't be mad at me for being smart. and your girl doing better than you in life? I might need her. <laughs> oh, she a producer. She no artist. What are you doing? Shit like this. Trying to come up with plots to get her to even talk to you. I don't want to be in the same position you in. I might need something in a year. I'd rather you be mad. No. Well, fine. Guess we're not friends then. I guess we're not. It's my fault I don't want to lie to your girlfriend. Maybe you shouldn't lie to your girlfriend. See where that gets you. Probably won't be shot. Who's next? I'm mad at this game they were playing in St. Lucia. I just didn't like the lingo. It made me uncomfortable. Been the pool. And Saint Lucia is definitely like a couple's place. Should go if you on some couples' energy. Makes it more fun, I would imagine. Right? So I'm, I'm over in the corner of the pool, minding my business, taking in the sights. And they're like, "Hey, Mo," because again, they recognize me. They were like, "Hey, Mo, you want to come play blowball with us?" I was like, "Nah, I think I'm a pass." And they were like, but do you know what it is? I was like, no, actually. I have no idea. Well, how do you know you don't want to play? Cause it's called blowball. Um, not exactly the most enticing name, if I'm being honest with you. I don't why not? Cause I don't want to blow balls. I mean, pretty much that simple. No, like, hey, well, I saw you with a nice young lady, you know, you and her can come play. It's like a couple's thing. And I said, I don't care if it's a single couples, triples, I don't care if it's a double. Runners on base, I don't care. I'm not interested, but I, what I will do is I'll sit here and support you. I will cheer for you. I don't care who else is in the competition. And they were like, all right, well, maybe you'll watch it and you'll want to join. I said, not a chance, but hey, you keep hope alive. They said, all right. And they started to play blowball. And what blowball is, apparently, is you put a ping pong ball in a pool and you and your lady race against another man and his lady. And you swim and you blow a ping pong ball from one side of the pool to the other. <laughs> right? And shout out <laughs> to whomever it was. I don't remember what it was. That was like, yo, it was nasty when you made the sound effect on your own. I'm tired of y'all. I'm just, I'm, I'm tired. <laughs> When I had sound effects, y'all was mad at that. When it's no sound effects, y'all mad that the sound effects gone. When I make my own sound effects, y'all saying I'm nasty. What do y'all want, man? What do y'all want? Y'all don't know. That's why I don't pay no attention to it. Back to blowball. So, they blowing, right? Hard. I'm talking like at first it was like it was cool. You know how everybody got the little smooth swag at first. Then it then it heated up. I said, what the fuck is going on? Why y'all drunk in St. Lucia blowing a ping pong ball across this water? It was a few things that disturbed me about this. Number one, seen a lot of people in this pool who have been drinking for three hours straight and didn't get out the pool. You're telling me they didn't have to take a piss at no point in time? Now, some places the bathroom is so far from the pool, you got to expect everybody to piss in the pool. It just is what it is, right? You just know if you're smart, you know. But where we were, bathroom right there. Some of these people still didn't care. I know damn well you ain't been drinking for three hours straight. You ain't had to go to the bathroom, bro, which means they pissing in the pool. And here you go. I'm cool. Did one couple beat another couple? And the dude say, yo, you only beat me because your girl. He's like, nah, come on, man. Nah, seriously, your girl could blow. I said, see, that's where a fight happens for me. You can't tell me that my girl can blow. You can't do that. You have to find another way to compliment us. Yo, your girl blow game is crazy. When well, her lips was puckered. Wait, what? Y'all okay with this? With somebody telling you your girl could blow? I don't know how to take that. I said, no, I don't want to play this game. Then they had to go to another section of the pool for the two winners. And the host, he looked at the woman. And he was like, hey, hey, you. Hey, honey, how you doing? Do me a favor, grab my balls and come with me. I said, what? No, no, he didn't tell homie's girl to grab his balls and come with him. Now, maybe it's me. I know some of y'all going to say, Mo, it's a game, man. They don't mean it like that. I don't care. I don't care what the context of the situation is. You can't ever look at my lady in her eyes. While she's standing next to me and ask her to grab your balls and come with you. We're gonna play a whole different game than blowball at that point. I promise you. What are you doing? I'm never playing blow the ping pong ball across the pool. But shout out to the winners. They seemed like a really lovely couple and had a great time. They were cool. Who's next? Yo, I'm mad at people who always say, can I talk now? <laughs> I don't know why this triggers me, but it does. I was watching some show the other day. There's a couple they were fighting. And I think that's a common like, thing amongst a lot of couples, right? Even friends. Where like one of y'all talks way too much. The other one can't get a word in. And As soon as the one who can't get a word in usually starts to get a word in, what does the one who talks way too much go? Can I talk now? <laughs> I always hated that. What do you mean can you talk now? Like you don't know... As an adult, like, how to have a feel for a conversation when, like, if you were to talk right now, it wouldn't be cutting the other person off because they finished their sentence and now there's this pause and now this is your turn. Like, you ain't never jump roped as a kid. You don't know when it's your turn to jump. You know how you do the little back and forth? You about to get in the rope. You wait and you waiting. you got to wait for the moment you jump in and then you ha 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 ha. My mama said, I don't remember the songs they sung when they jump rope. They did something. I was playing basketball. I don't know. But I know they used to have to wait their turn. And then you jumped in and then you would execute. It's the same way with a conversation. Why does it seem like so many people struggle to know when you should simply talk? You should never have to ask, can I talk now? If you have to ask someone, can I talk now? You talk too damn much. Someone needs to tell you. You talk when the other person that's talking to you is finished. <laughs> Why is this so hard for some? That's it. Some people can only talk when you're talking. You ever talk to that kind of person? When you're talking, they got mad things to say. The moment you actually quiet and you go, the floor is yours. They're like, I don't know what to say. Oh, you don't even have it unless you're cutting somebody off. Damn. Can I talk now? Is anyone else talking? Then the floor is yours. This isn't hard. Some people legit can only listen to respond. They can't listen to receive. That is a tough person to talk to. Some of y'all married to that person. I know. You ever talk to somebody like that? They got to sit on their hands and shake the whole time you talking because it's, it's killing them literally and physically to be quiet. Oh, my God. You're not done yet? Oh, my God. I've been talking for 23 seconds, fam. They're ready to go down your throat. If you have to ask, can I talk now? All that means is you talk too damn much. Shut up. Who's next? I'm mad at when you're in situations, right, where, and I think it's usually guys that go through this, but ladies, correct me if I'm wrong, as always. Please always feel free. But I know for me, like, as a man, right, because a lot of times in a relationship, I feel like the atmosphere is really dictated upon how the woman feels, if your lady is mad at you, then that's it, bro. You got to sit in that and wait for her to be unmad. <laughs> Until then, there ain't much you can do. You don't have control over a lot. If you're a good man, you do all the things you can do. You say, I'm sorry a million times. You send flowers. You do all the things. It doesn't matter. When she's ready, the both of you will be ready. So sometime as a man, you find yourself in a situation where you have to sit in her anger But you don't really feel like you wrong, but it don't matter because her anger overrides yours. So you ever be mad at your lady, but you only mad that she's mad? (laughs) Yo, that's a tough spot, man. And it seemed like all of those times when you mad at your woman, that's when you got mad things that you want to say to her. You need advice. You need help with something. You don't need nothing any other time. But that moment in time she's mad at you, you need everything. And there's nothing you can do. And then you get mad because she's mad, and you don't even feel like you're wrong. But it don't matter. You know why? Because she's genuinely mad. Her passion for why she's mad comes from a deeper place than you can even go to.
0: Cause you're just mad because she's mad. But she mad mad. So now you stuck. Cause your mad don't even matter. <laughs> No
1: matter how mad you are, she's madder than you. Yeah, I know it ain't a word. I don't care. One of the hardest things to deal with is just being mad that someone else is mad. Because you're mad doesn't even matter. What's worse than being mad and no one cares but you? And then when you get really mad at the fact that you're mad and she's madder so it don't matter that you're mad, by the time she get over it, you still be mad. <laughs> She kind of come at you, hit you with the Hey, babe, you hungry? And you like, ain't this a bitch. Now you ain't mad anymore, so I guess I got to get over it too. you damn right I'm hungry. <laughs> guess this is the time where we get over it. You try to double back on it. But, babe, this is the thing I was saying. She's like, I'm over it already. We don't need to talk about it. We done been there. Now you got it. You got to eat it. Because if you don't eat it, you're not going to eat. Now what you do? You get over it. I know. It sucks. I'm the voice of us. You're mad it will never matter if she's mad, fam. Just get over it or be hungry. Who's next? Last but not least, I'm mad at people who always feel the need to tell athletes that they bet on them. Like, this is a thing. I watched this documentary called The Kings. That was about four boxers in their prime. I know I'm big on boxing. It was about Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran, Marvin Hagler, and Tommy Hearns. It's a great documentary if you're into boxing for sure. But some of it was people who actually go up to these athletes and be like, yo, you really let me down when you got knocked out last night. I lost 100000 I didn't know that y'all actually do that. I mean, fantasy football, I've seen the jokes of like, yo, I can't believe you didn't score a touchdown. You really hurt me. I didn't know y'all actually would say this to athletes' faces, let alone a boxer. Do you know the kind of balls you have to have or the amount of brains you have to not have? To walk up to a man who fights for a living and just got knocked out in front of the world and tell him I'm pissed because I lost my money that you didn't ask me to bet on you? And then I'm listening to these legendary fighters go, that used to hurt me. And I'm like, what? Why'd you give a shit about what this man had to say at a time like that? I would think to myself, if I'm going to go up to a professional fighter who just lost a huge fight and have the audacity to say I can't believe you lost last night I had a hundred thousand on you whatever the case I would expect you to swing you deserve to get punched in your face if you do that to a fighter I'm sorry you do you shouldn't do that to any athlete nobody asked you to bet on them the hell make you think they care that you lost can you imagine that you training all these months for a fight or for a game or whatever the case Situation you worked your whole life for and you lost. And now you got to deal with the L on your own. Your family's disappointed. You disappointed. Wife, kids, everybody. and some stranger from West Bubble fuck on the street. Come up to you and go, hey, man, can't believe you. You let me down. You're disappointed. How could you go out there and lose and make me lose my money? Man, I was so mad that the fighters actually gave these people who would do this any form of sympathy. That is sick. It's like the fans who be in the stands yelling. I've talked about this before. You're in the stands, bro. You can't yell at a man who's making $100 million a year to shoot a basketball about how much he sucks in life. Something like that just strikes me as, what are you talking about? You can't pay (laughs) your little money to go watch somebody who makes millions. You paid to see them, and now they suck. I'm pretty sure if they suck, well, you're not in the greatest position either. But there are people in the world who actually do this. Those of y'all who do that. I put y'all in the same category as the people who were so excited for me to go take my schlong out when they weren't gonna see it anyway. It's the same thing. LeBron, you suck. Mo, when you gonna take your schlong out? It's the same exact thing. (laughs) That's all the reasons I'm mad. all right, let's get into the shout-outs. You might feel a little
2: hopeless and broken, but don't you quit. Because I swear to God, you probably even closer than you think. Shout-out to Zayla Avant-Garde.
1: Oh, uh, man, I really hope I'm pronouncing her name correctly. I practiced it because she deserves it. She absolutely deserves For her name to be pronounced accurately every single time, she is 14 years old and she became the first African-American to win the 90-year-old competition of the spelling bee. First black contestant to win since 1998 when Jodi Ann Maxwell of Jamaica won the bee. It is lit. She had to spell a word, which I believe is Mariah, which is a genius of plants And she did it correctly, which makes her a genius of humans. And she got game. She can ball. She's athletic. If you've seen some of her viral videos, you already know what I'm talking about. But shout out to her, an absolute queen. She deserves a moment in the spotlight. As I'm sure she'll have many more to come because that is an amazing feat. And something I could never accomplish because I can't spell conveniently to save my life. I don't know what it is. My entire life, I have not been able to spell convenient, conveniently. None of that. I can't spell it. I mean, I'm so bad at spelling the word convenient that I can't get close enough to where the phone can dictate what the hell I'm trying to say so they can tell me how to spell it. The phone don't even know. When I try to spell convenient, the phone be like, yo, fam, you on your own, bro. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. I'm like, I can't, I can't even make it convenient enough for you to help me spell convenient? How smart are you really, phone? Or am I the dummy? Doesn't matter. Either way, she's not. Who's next? All right, let's get down to business. Shout out to Cardi B. <laughs> Cardi B is having another baby, which is fine. I'm not mad at that. It's awesome. What I'm mad at is I just saw today that she announced that she has an announcement, and I'm tired of that shit. <laughs> Will y'all stop announcing that y'all have an announcement and just wait to the day that you want to announce
0: something and just announce it? Am I the only one? Why is this like new rollout the thing to do? You have a rollout to say that you have a rollout. It just feels like a waste of time.
1: They come out on Tuesday and be like, yo, I'm about to tell y'all some shit on Friday. Boy, like you got friends that do that. That's whack, girl. I can't wait to tell you what just happened last night. You are never gonna believe it. It was the craziest thing you will ever hear in your life. When you gonna tell me next week when I get home? What the? What, what the? Why you just wait till next week? are you a movie? You give me a trailer. Nobody needs a human trailer. What well, I need a preview for? It. Just wait till you're ready to tell me and tell me. And I gotta go this whole week waiting for whatever. The grand finale is, and normally when you make someone wait a week, it don't even be all that. It don't be all that crazy, right? Because you over-anticipated. Don't announce that you have an announcement. I'm tired of that. Just announce it. Hell, you're going to tell us that you got to tell us something. Don't tell me you got to tell me. Just wait until you're ready to tell me. Made no damn sense. Who's next? All right, let's talk about juvenile, man. If you're not familiar, Juvenile is a rapper. You may not think you know who Juvenile is, but more than likely you have heard that beat come on. And you heard a man so gracefully over the beat go cash money taking over for the 9-9 in the 2000s. And then you looked around and every single woman that you can see was twerking. Right after you heard cash money's taking over for the 9-9 in the 2000s. That's Juvenile. You know what he did? He remixed that song, and it goes a little something like this. In an online day chat, find a mate chat. Open up, be okay, ass, yeah, okay, yeah. Pump up, picture look at tight, chat. Nice, chat, got your bio reading, right, chat. Precise, chat. But before you find a day chat, you gotta wait, chat. Gotta go back to nature, get it straight, chat. Girl, you look good, won't you fax that thing? I'm a handsome young brother, won't you vax that thing, up? Nate, in
2: real life, you need to vax that thing, up. Feeling freaky all night, you need to vax that thing, up. Girl, you look good, won't you fax that thing, I'm a handsome young brother, won't you vax that thing, up? Yeah.
1: Juvenile, what the hell are you doing, man? What in the hell was... you gonna? How do you ruin your own classic? Ain't most people who have a classic let somebody else ruin it. Now, I'm not saying that I don't see what the brother was trying to do. I get it. Getting vaccinated is a good thing. It's a positive thing. I understand. All right, I'm with all that. But there's other ways, man. But you needed a check. You know he did this for the money. There's no other reason to do this. Why would you ruin your own classic... You had other songs you could have ruined. You wanna ruin back that ass up with this? You was a handsome young brother. Won't you vax that ass up? <laughs> what? Juvie, I guarantee you, I'm willing to bet everything I have, there is not one person on planet Earth who was on the fence about getting vaccinated and didn't know what they wanted to do, and then they heard Juvenile go. Girl, you're gonna- and they said, you know what? I'm with it. No one cares what juvenile thinks at a time like this. Dave Chappelle already told y'all this situation with Jairu. If y'all ain't care what Jairu thought you damn sure don't care about what no juvenile think at a time like this. I heard dudes, I ain't telling my nah, it's kind of hot. Yo, shut up. No, it's not. I, ex- I respect trying to support the culture and everything that we all do, but we got to keep each other accountable. This is trash. This song made me want to go get unvaccinated. <laughs> I thought I made the wrong decision after this came on. I was about to go in there like, hey, man, take this out of my blood, man. <laughs> hey, if y'all do come get this shit out of my system, the hell is Juvenile talking about? Oh, it's horrible. Gonna ruin your own classic. Who's next? Real quick, I know it's late, so I won't stay here long, but I know a few of y'all wrote me about this while I was on vacation because you wanted to know my opinion, so I'm gonna make it quick. Yes, Drake knew damn well that helicopter was gonna fly over to Dodger Stadium. That's my opinion. I'm sticking with it. He did a hell of an acting job, though, pretending to be so disturbed, awfully perturbed about that helicopter, as if we forget that he... Actually, once was an actor, and I'm not saying he's Denzel, but he's good enough to play off this moment, and if you're not familiar with what I'm talking about, Drake was caught on a date where he literally rented out the entire L.A. Dodger Stadium to show a young lady a good time. They're probably eating scallops and whoever knows lobster. I don't know. I don't know what you're eating, Dodger Stadium. I hope you're not eating the food that would normally come with the stadium, because that'd be a waste. It was pretty fly. He was on a date. Had the whole stadium. And it's sitting on third base, which... I don't really know if I would have did that either. I probably would have been center field, but that's just me. King Griffey style. I don't know. Just me. But hey, it was fly. Don't get me wrong. I'm not hating. The date idea? Incredible. I'm mad at it, actually. Because I took my lady to a Braves game and thought I was the shit. We sat front row. It was lit. Then I seen Drake, like... Just borrow the whole stadium, like, to where the players are not even there. They're the only ones there. And I said, okay, that's, that's a little better than what I did. That's Can't lie on them. But then to have a helicopter just happen to randomly fly over at this time and go, oh, my God, look at Drake down there eating. Let me zoom in. He said how close the helicopter was. Helicopter landing in the mezzanine. Zoomed in. You could see the heart on this man's head. Drake ain't throw one stake at him. Nothing. He ain't even like, come on, fam. You knew that was happening. My man was like, he wouldn't have went out of his way to do all of that just to get caught. What are you talking about? It's exactly what people do. Go out of their way when they want to get caught. They knew. new. You're acting like Drake couldn't have rented out an arena. Can't nobody fly over that and see you. Could have got some clothes. You could have did one of the domes. That you can actually close whenever you feel like it. Like, that's even flyer. As soon as you see the helicopter, yo, close the roof. Now you really that guy. That's what Hove would have did. <laughs> ain't new. So fly, I'm about to call the paparazzi on myself. Y'all know what time it is, man. Drake knew what time it was, too. And I ain't mad at him. I'm just saying, I don't believe that that was a coincidence. And that my man just helicoptered down to the table and got Zoom in pictures. Because he happened to be flying by and saw Drake in the stadium. I don't believe it. If you do, hey, it's great. But I don't.
0: Who's next?
1: Last but not least, shout out to Fabulous. (laughs) F-A-B-O-L-O-U-S. If you're not aware, that is a rapper who has been a rapper for a very long time. And Fab is cool, man. I got nothing bad to say about Fab. He's he's definitely had his share of issues, but not my business. My thing was, I saw him become a grandfather. Because he posted a picture of himself being a grandfather. And it wasn't about him. It was about me. I never felt more old. Bro, I remember when Fab was like 12, man. And I was 8. And I thought he was a great rapper. And it was like, yo, this is lit. That wasn't the real ages. But y'all know what I'm trying to say. And now, all of a sudden, to be in this position where I see Fab dressed the exact same that he was. However many years ago, I seen him come onto the scene. Fitted is leaning on his face the same exact way it was before. Outfit is the same. Jewels are the same. And he's a whole grandfather. And it made me realize two things. One, I'm getting old as fuck. And two, your grandparents are about to look really different out here. Your grandparents going to be tatted up. Chains out. Gold teeth. Brand new J's on. I mean, maybe that's where we're going.
0: I don't know about y'all, but my grandparents certainly didn't look like that when I came in the world. Is that where we are? And if it is where we are, is it okay? It has to be.
1: We don't know no different. Who's next? All right, for the ladies, real quick, man. um, Ladies, what does it mean when a woman constantly posts a man but never shows his face? Yo, know, I've seen this a lot in my life, and I saw this one particular woman. I'm not going to blow her up, but she's apparently excited to have a new man in her life because she keeps posting him. The only weird thing about it is, it's like, she never posts his face. <laughs> I'm dead serious. It's always like, they're, them holding hands, them at dinner, and she shows like the inner part of his elbow, like his forearm game, you know, wrist. She may show you the the under-the-table shot. You just get kneecaps, and she's like, this is my boo. And I don't, like, she's not being funny. I've seen women do this and actually be funny about it. Like, I'm not showing y'all my man. I don't care. I know what that is, and I'm not mad at that, right? If that's y'all agreement, cool. But she's on some, like, really seems to be showing him and happy that she has someone, but at the same time, ain't nobody seeing his face. Unless she's dating Wilson from Home Improvement, something seems off here. Like, and as a guy, I'm thinking to myself, you don't go to your lady's Instagram? Maybe you don't, because I've definitely been in relationships where I didn't. I don't like to go to my girl's Instagram. That's never been my thing. I don't care what you're doing on that side of the world. I don't want to see it. It's toxic to me. I don't. I like you in real life. I don't care about that. That's a, that's a whole other thing. But. I feel like, especially in the beginning of the relationship, I might, you know, go take a peek. And if I happen to always see one of my kneecaps, one of my elbows in the picture, like, I'd ask some questions. Like, dude seemed to be all right with it. He really the new Wilson. But I'm like, well, why show him, period, if you are embarrassed by him? I don't know if that's what it is. Maybe that's not it. I don't know. Is she embarrassed by him? Is he ugly? Maybe... She's dating her best friend's guy. I, I don't know. Because he doesn't really have a lot of tattoos, so she can get away with this. Some guys got, you know, descriptive tattoos. Like, so you would even know if he was sneak linking. But in her case, man, she seems to be excited to be with the dude, but she don't ever show his face. And it's mad weird to me, and I'm curious. Because the last time I got a text from a girl who said, hey, got a man now, but just wanted to see how you was doing, I was very confused by it. What are you texting me for then? Be with your man. Be happy. Care about how I'm doing. So I asked some of my ladies who follow me what this meant. And y'all gave me like 40 different answers. So I still don't know. But it was intriguing to hear from women about what this may mean coming from a woman. And I'm also interested in this one, which I believe I will send a tweet out. Because I want to know what y'all think. What in the hell does it mean when a woman is constantly posting a man... She ain't giving him no FaceTime. Who's next? All right, Sicko Award. Sicko Award goes to a woman who was wilding, to say the least. It was a night of fury when this woman destroyed this luxury car. Nice little
0: BMW truck. She destroyed this car. With a fire extinguisher. In the city of Santa Fe.
1: Apparently it was a stormy relationship that she had with a 30 year old man. And in a moment where she was texting him and he didn't respond in time. Or at least in a timely manner for her. She ran downstairs with a fire extinguisher and tore this man's truck to pieces. This video on it. I mean, she sat down comfortably, Indian style, <laughs> on the top of the truck, smashed the sunroof, smashed all of the windows, beat up the exterior. She went to work.
0: Turns out the man had passed away. And that's why he didn't respond to her text. And just because y'all know I'm big on irony here on In The Moment, guess who he left the car with in case something happened to him? You guessed it! Her (laughs) dumbass.
1: And rest in peace to the brother because obviously there's nothing funny about someone passing away. Prayers extended to his family and his loved ones. Her though. Yo, man, relax. Let this woman be a lesson to a lot of us who need it. Will you relax? I ain't text you back in two hours. Okay. Why are we always thinking of worse? So fast. Oh, he must be in St. Lucia with four women. Ladies, I promise you, chances are your man's life is not nearly as dope as you think it is when he's not in your presence. I'm just saying. Unless your man is like Lil Wayne or something, then I don't know. Probably is. <laughs> If you think Drake is your man, well, chances are his life is that dope when you turn your head. But if it's not, yo, know, I, he's not having a threesome in Brazil because he didn't answer your text for three hours. I promise you. I know it may appear that way. I know your mind takes you there. But most men in life are not that lucky to have the kind of life that you think they have when they don't answer your text for two hours, man. And obviously, this is not everybody. It's for who it's for. You ruin this truck that actually belonged to you. You ruin your own damn truck. The man was gone. Your first thought should have been, I hope he's okay. I wonder if my boo is good because he wouldn't do this unless he would. Then I really don't know what to tell you. And that was kind of a waste of a segment. Moving on. Who's next? I right, reflective moment of the week. My trouble used to just double. When I ain't have a dollar, I used to struggle to struggle. Yeah, I was dreaming about you know, game, feeling fucked. Listen, I heard somebody say the train. other day, Man, I'd be tired of my family talking about me, man. Don't never give me no credit. They don't never got nothing good to say. I caught them talking crazy about me, but I'm my back and I'm tight. And I talked to the young brother about this because I've been there. And I used to be the same way. For most of my life, I was that way. And it's not just my family. I didn't really take well to anybody talking about me behind my back. The moment I found out that you had anything negative to say about me behind my back, if you hadn't already said it in my face or you weren't willing to say it in my face, then I felt the way. And I'd be pissed and I wouldn't talk to you for a while. Because I always feel like if you love me and our relationship is genuine, there should be nothing that I should ever hear from someone else that you haven't already told me. And to a certain extent, I still feel that way because I live that way. There's nothing that someone I really rock with can go and find out that Mo said about them from somewhere else that I didn't already tell them myself. Nothing. Because there's nothing I wouldn't say to you in your face. There's nothing I would say about you behind your back that I wouldn't say in your face, period. Even if I don't love you, I just don't move like that. I always thought that was corny. Being honest. Being honest. Why talk about someone that's not there? Why talk bad about someone that's not there to defend themselves? What does that even do for you? Does it make you feel better about yourself? Maybe it does. I don't knock you if it does. It just doesn't work for me. I've always been more focused on me. Never been the kind of dude to want to be sitting around talking about somebody else. If anything, they should be flattered. Especially if they're not sitting around talking about your ass. And I've always felt like it says more about the person doing the talking Than it does about the person they're doing the talking about. I've always felt that way. I don't know why I seem to be so different in that regard than most of the people I have known in my life. But it is what it is. Everybody seems to have so much to say about somebody when that somebody is not in the room. So I've always kind of been the guy my whole life to run up on people like, Yo, I heard you said something, say it now. You said this behind my back, say it in my face. Because that's the kind of respect I would give you. If I got something to say about you, I'm going to say it to you. And if I said behind your back, then I must have already have said it to you. Because it ain't no thing, right? Now, don't get me wrong. There's a difference between... Sometimes you tell stories. You know, you're telling your friend a story. Yo, this happened at work. Yo, this happened at... Whatever. That's different. That's not necessarily talking crazy about somebody. You might just be explaining something that happened. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the people who legit go and got all of these negative things to say about you behind your back with a smile in your face. You know who you are. You know who you are. And you know what messed me up one day? I heard somebody say, that's everybody. I said, what you mean that's everybody? And they're like, yo, everybody talks about everybody. And I'm going to be honest. I was ignorant to it at the time. I was like, that's not true. Because I was thinking about me. I don't do that. If I got so much negative things to say about you, I'm not going to smile on your face. That's for sure. I'm just not going to do it. You're going to know. Like, you're going to know. I don't think Mo likes me. You'll know. You'll never have to wonder. (laughs) No Stevie about it. You will know. And I, I don't consider myself any more real than anyone else or any of that. It's just, that's just kind of... The only way I know how to live my life, not living my life in this little fake bubble taking shots at people from a distance when they can't shoot back. I always think of if you ever watch gladiators back in the day, it's kind of like that, that that event where all of the gladiators used to shoot the tennis ball at you and you had to kind of duck and dodge behind the obstacles to try to get to the finish line. They shooting at you. You can't shoot back. You just trying not to get shot and make it to the finish. That's how people like me are. Yeah, and it's a lot of other people that just they shooting the tennis balls because they in position where you can't shoot them back. And that's where they live. They love that place. It's so easy to put everybody else down when you're in a position where you don't have to be in the spotlight for other people to put you down. Oh, I know it's easy. It's a coward's paradise. I get it. But I used to get mad at it, especially when it came from people who were close to me. So I don't expect that from you. You should have been able to tell me in my face. How am I supposed to grow as a person ever if you're not willing to tell me where I'm flawed or where I lack in my face? That's where you're supposed to tell me so I can grow regardless of how I take it. Maybe you try to tell me the truth and I don't take it well. That ain't on you. That's on me. One day I should come around and respect that. If I don't, again, that ain't on you. But what good is it really doing me if you talking crazy about me behind my back, saying a whole bunch of things you would never say in my face? How does that help me? that's why I'm bringing this up, because I told Young Brother this. I said, hey, man, a lot more people are the guys shooting the tennis balls, not doing the dodging. If you're the guy doing the dodging, well, you have to realize that it ain't a lot of us. It's not a lot of people that's going to stand on that kind of integrity to where they're going to say to you in your face what they really feel. You just have to accept that. And once you do, you do somewhat embrace that philosophy of what that person said to me that day, which is everybody talks about everybody. And I wasted a lot of time in my life being mad at friends and family members who said things that maybe they really meant. And maybe they shouldn't have said it behind my back. But you know what? Fuck it. So what? I should have been bigger. Big enough to go, that's your problem. You so embedded in yourself or whatever it is that puts people in positions to feel like they have the right to talk down on other people as if their shit don't stink or if their shit is all together. Well, that's their problem. That ain't yours. Because what I just said, says more about the person doing the talking than the person that they're talking about. And if I'd known that sooner, I wouldn't have wasted so much time being mad at friends and family for having negative things to say behind my back because eventually those would be the same exact people telling me how amazing I am and how proud they are of me later in life. And that's not a shot at anybody. I'm saying that to him because I wanted him to understand That's just kind of how it goes, but don't spend so much time caring and having feelings toward these people who may have negative things to say about you, even when they love you. Maybe they don't know how to tell you. Maybe they just not built like that. That's not their game. They don't move like that. They're the tennis ball. They're not the Dodger. They're the person in the stands. They're not the person in the game. I always speak to that. I used to tell my homeboy, you got to be one or two people in life, bro. You got to be the person in the stands doing all the talking or you got to be the person on the court getting busy while the person on the stands is telling you you suck. But they paid to see you who you want to be. You want to be the person in the stands by all means.
0: Enjoy the popcorn. But me, I've always wanted to be the person in the game. I'm not a spectator. That's just not me. Win, lose or draw, I'm out there getting busy. I'm going to war
1: say what you want from the stands. I don't hear you. players can't hear you. You know how close you got to be for them to hear you? And typically, if you're that close, it's because you can afford to be. What does it tell you? Life is kind of similar, right? That's why it hurts you when they're in the front row, because you can hear them. That's why it bothers you when his family and when his friends. You're too damn close to be talking crazy about me like this. But they're going to do it, too. Reggie Miller or damn near Ford Spike Lee. How many people damn near Ford Spike Lee? Right? But you know what? So, (laughs) Spike Lee don't got no control over what really happens in that game. He can't hit a jumper. All he can do is talk. That's all most people can do is talk, which is ironic coming from a man who's talking right now. But y'all get the damn point. (laughs) Once you understand that, it don't bother you. And I wish I understood that a little earlier because I wouldn't have spent time being mad at my friends and family for having something to say. Because while they were saying, I was doing. And I'm going to continue to do until I do enough to where they literally have nothing else to say. But damn, he did it. That's it. So I don't care about what your mom, your grandma, your dad, your sisters, your friends, whoever. Kids, they got to say behind your back, man. Ain't your business. Ain't your problem. You do you. You keep balling. Period. It don't matter. They have no effect on your game unless you allow them to. That's literally anybody. Front row to the nosebleeds. Friends to the strangers. Who cares? It's not relevant. It's not important. They'll come around. if they don't, they don't. They always do when you get 40 and win the chip. Guess who's going to want to be in the locker room with you? Same people who was talking shit from the stands. So don't waste your time caring about that.
0: Matters none. You go out, you ball, you keep balling. You put your beats on, put your headphones on, cancel the
1: noise. That's the way you're supposed to live. I feel like I've learned that lesson, but it took me a long time. I wanted that young brother to learn it a little sooner. And so if you need it, there you go. Doesn't matter what they're saying behind your back, man. Never does. Never has, never will. You only care about what people think about you. Until you figure out that no one has it figured out. Once you figure that out, none of that shit matters. (laughs) At least for me. Who's next? Talk of the week comes from Fab. Grandpa himself. He said something about opportunities that I thought was dope. So once you cancel all that noise from around you, and you go out here to seek these opportunities that you so desperately need, this is how you handle it. If somebody gave you opportunity, that's one of the most valuable shit somebody could give you.
2: Somebody give you a chance to do something like it's on now, it's on you. I'm gonna get you studio. Let me see what you go in there and do. Now you go in the studio and sit around and fuck around and smoke and and drink and and don't do nothing. You can't say nothing bad at them. Because I still try to come out of here and say, yo, man, you gave me studio at this time. Uh, I wasn't, I had to get in my vibe. I didn't have enough time. We gave you studio and you said you're a rapper. That's it. That's the most most somebody could do for you is give you
1: opportunity. All right, I thought that was real. Continue to chase your dreams, man. Jump on every opportunity. No fear. Leap. It's the only way. It's all we know. And I preach it every week here. So if you know me, you know what time it is. And I'm going to leave you all with Quote of the Week. Quote of the Week, how do you pick yourself back up again? Confidently. Quote of the Week is dedicated to some of you who may have fallen or may find yourself in a tough spot and you don't really know
0: how to move, or what to do. Here's your quote. How do you pick yourself back up again? Confidently, deliberately,
1: decisively, without shame. You forgive yourself in full. You believe in your ability to break cycles that used to hold you hostage. You remember that your mistakes will never define you. End quote. Forgive yourself and go get it. You're only a prisoner if you allow yourself to be. Once you forgive yourself and God has forgiven you, there's nothing else to talk about and everyone else's opinion matters none. It's irrelevant. Stick to the plan because you knew it wouldn't be easy. Keep going. As always, it's been a pleasure to share the moment with y'all. I look forward to it every week. And that's really it. I'll see y'all next week. If you're a fan of mine, I'm a fan of yours. You love me, I love you. You know what time it is. Thank you for listening. Next week, bitches. Yo, you ever had your phone tell you a word is wrong, but did not tell you how to spell it? You ain't never felt more dumb than when a smartphone can't save you from being dumb. That's what I go through with convenience. I don't know what I be spelling. I spell a word that don't look nothing like it, and I'm like, I know my phone got me, and it just be red underlined. That's it. It don't even move. It's on my look up. Ain't nothing to look up. It's not a word. Where's the replace option? You ain't as smart as you thought you were, phone. Or maybe it's me. Either way, this shit ain't convenient. Shut up.
2: Girl, I'll spin you know how I'm weirded I only care about if you fit it Damn, got me trickin' Might be the hitty I'm sippin' Might be the pretty she dipped in Might be the city high (laughs) whippin' I'm trippin' Don't mind me Whenever you call, just time me And know wherever you haul, you'll find me All type of fly I ain't even that type of guy Girl, I got all type of game But you make me your type of shy I got your back, and you take that front Give me everything I need, and I give you everything you want you, legit, you the truth, how we fit, how you move, I hope you be thinking about us. Cause all I think about you, I'll admit, make me do crazy shit. I don't do, I hope you be thinking about us. Cause all I think about you, you legit, you the truth, how we fit, how you move, I hope you be thinking about us. Cause all I think about you I'll admit, make me do crazy shit I don't do, I hope you may think about us Cause all I think about you